Cowabunga dudes! Uh, hey there, it's Kevin Eastman, co-creator of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and you are listening to Grail Hunters Australia podcast with my friends Neville, Ben, and Michael. It's awesome. It's gonna be the best show ever! Hello everyone and welcome to the Greylanders Australia podcast. The song featured in the intro is called Mars by the band Torrential Thrill, Melbourne band and Steve Boyd, Greylanders member on bass. Hello and welcome to episode 15. Today we're going to chat to creative superstar and the bad boy of Australian comics, Dean Rankin. Dean, welcome to the podcast. Happy birthday, Nev. Oh, thank you very much. This is the only yeah. way I throw parties <laughs> these days. Invite four people to a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gizmo. Oh, Gizzy. How you doing? Good look. You don't have dogs, eh? You're, you're the master of cat memes on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So well, you, you're, the master, you're the master of memes on Facebook more than cat memes. <laughs> uh, it's become a thing now. I don't even have to find my own. People just send me memes now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was wondering yeah. how you go to bed at night with that burden on your shoulders, the burden of expectations mm. you blame people. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. Go to share some cat memes. Sometimes oh, like, I'm scrolling and you just can't find anything, which is always a bit disappointing. Yeah. Mm. Oh, the, the one that you posted of the, the cat sitting on the table and he's just slowly pushing the plate to the edge. Like, it has all this drama attached to it, you know? Is yeah. Gonna yeah. Gonna happen? It's better than most movies I've watched the past two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've got the emotion. It's a roller coaster. It's got a big finish. Anyway, <sighs> thanks for joining us, man. As you can see, I prepped behind me. I've got a little... Uh, yeah, I saw that. I noticed it, I didn't realize you had the Game Wars Killaroo one as well. I bought that from Daz at, at a convention. I actually yeah. have the uh, Dead Man frame. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, good stuff, man. So, I appreciate Mike and myself have known you for years now. You've been in this for like 20 years. Yeah. Like, and starting yeah. with Simpsons and stuff like that. So, how, how's it been for you, man? How's the journey been over the past 20 years? It's interesting. I, I mean, I think the, the Simpsons were was like the tipping point. Mm. I, I didn't get Simpsons until I was 38. I'd been so I'd been freelancing. I've always had day jobs, yeah. And I was I've been freelancing since I did a, a TAFE course in eighty nine ninety, and started freelancing around about nineteen ninety, yeah. And um, was just like doing just doing whatever I could. Books I did magazines, those kids magazines that you get at supermarkets, yep, like Mania and. K Zone, those kinds of things. And uh, I dozens of these magazines that you buy from at, at school that you get given out at school. They, they yeah. were called Pursuit and Challenge. They were probably yeah. the first ones that, like, is my sort of my sort of first professional gig mm. from there. So, um, and then, like, just I've always been trying to survive. But yeah, and then the Simpsons story. Will I tell you my Simpsons story? This is yeah, like, fuck it for sure, man. I tell this mm. story. You know, yeah. I, I tell this story. I, I tell it a lot. So. I so that work dried up. Those magazines I was working on for um, that you buy the supermarket. So I went down to Dandenong Coles. Uh, I was working at the time because I work as a outreach needle and syringe program. So I've done that for about twenty years, and I was taking a break. And I went to Coles and I picked up. I just went in to see what was there, and I picked up a Simpsons comic, and it all looked really good. I'd always always liked the Simpsons, but um, I wasn't sure whether I could draw it. Before that, like before Simpsons, I was very indie. If you see my old stuff, like yeah. never you would see like my old stuff, like you know, 
my anatomy is all over the place. I'm all very indie. Like eyes would never be straight. But Simpsons, you actually have to be kind of on. Yeah, there's a but anyway, there's a degree of symmetry around it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You have to actually be able to draw, which I kind of avoided. <laughs> yeah. So I, I so I picked up so I picked up this comic and it all looked really good. But there was this one page. It was just like a backup story that was kind of off model, and not I don't know. It was just not quite right. And I thought oh, I could just about do that. I could just yeah. about you could wing it, like get to that. <laughs> yeah, um, and um, I couldn't, of course. Like the stuff I sent him was shit, but I about like and really off model. But there was something at the time they were accepting online submissions. Yeah, but at the time, so it was something about what I had done that they liked and kept using my work. So I think it was about when I met the editor finally about you know in San Diego about eight years later. He he said like it was like the first one that he saw he kind of liked, but they got back to me maybe about the after the third thing I sent him. So I was sending little stories, like two page yeah, yeah. stories right from the start. It's not like I ever said, Oh hey, look, here's my picture of Bart. Look at look yeah. how good I draw Bart. Yeah. I was yeah. really showing that I could tell a story. Yeah. That was the important part. Yeah. So so yeah, so from there with it never really kind of my career hasn't sort of snowballed as such. I was waiting for, you know, when you go, oh, you do this and then you get all these calls. Yeah, from you've me. made it type of thing. Um, yeah. I've made it, I've made it. And it, that has just not been my experience. So I've, I'm always scrounging for work. I, I can't think of it. It's the hustle and the grind. I'm, I work really hard, you know, you grind away and in between that you're hustling for other work. Yeah. So yeah, so I've worked on like I did some stuff on Hellboy. I did some yeah. stuff. I but that's the thing. Do you know what? I hundred percent agree with you. And you see that work discipline in in how you perform. You're always busy with shit, right? Yeah. Even even mm. though you have big projects, you always have time to do things on the side. And you're one of the good guys who are always willing to do stuff on the side, whether it's just for the fun of it or the Aussie for comic stuff. You know, you you make time yeah. for things, and you make time for things because it gives a degree of purpose to what you do. And well, it's really I, I try nice to. I mean, I just want to, I mean, it's not, that's, in some ways, that's not altruism. Like, I do, I do, I, I've done a lot of stuff for free this year. Mm. Like, yeah, the Aussies for comics, the bushfire, did it like a couple Yeah, the bushfire one too, yeah. But it's not, I think part, because I get something out of it. I, like, you know, I want to feel like I've, have contributed something, mm. you know, I haven't just tried to make money, but I've, I've been able to give back in some way, so it's, I don't know. Don't necessarily think it's good as such. I don't think I'm a good guy. I think that okay. It's, I'm actually quite calculated about mm. some of the things that I say yes to. Yeah. Um, some some of the things that you go okay. Well, I think this would actually be good for my career, or it'll be oh look at the cool pe- look at the 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 level. Say like that Aussie for comics. When John Somariva asked me to be involved, I jumped at it. Like mm. you've got people like. Nicholas Scott, David Yard, yeah, and all this high profile, high exposure to you, right? Yeah, these are the, like absolute top end of you know of mm. Australian creators, and you go, well, if you want to be, you know, to to be a part of that, even though it's for a, a the bonus is you're supporting a really good cause. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, there yeah. is for me. But, yeah, but you're not, very humble in saying that because the stuff that you've done, like you've said, man, you've done, you know, you've done I Hate Fairland, you've done Futurama, you've done. It's a different genre, but it's still a big, you know, it's a big corporate yeah. entity where they push out your work to the masses and people know who you are as a result. But, right? Yeah, 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 and, it, and it's been really. So those things have been really positive, and they do open doors. I just think that mm. I don't think I'm being falsely humble or anything, but I think when when like. 
you know, for the 20 years before Simpsons, I, you know, I would say I'd have to try to explain what I did. Mm. Now, afterwards, you go, oh, yeah, I've drawn Simpsons. Yeah. Suddenly people, people at least take you seriously. They, they assume yeah. that you know what you're doing. Yeah, and you yeah. go, oh, okay. <laughs> you know that. Yeah. Because yeah. um, yeah. then they're associated it... with something. But, but isn't it tougher to do something like yeah. The Simpsons where you have to apply that model of recognition? You can't just draw Simpsons your way. You have to draw Simpsons the Simpsons way, you know? That's right. And that, I, that's I, the, so and another friend, layer of challenge around it. Absolutely. And I, it was, I took a long time and I really made an effort to try to be on model. Uh, and, and it was, you know, I was saying that like my early stuff is kind of pretty rough. Mm. By the end of my run, because Simpsons comics is finished now, I was, I, you know, I could feel like I was pretty on model. I had this real sense of, it might sound weird, I had this sense of joy when I look at my work on The Simpsons or Rick and Morty or Invader Zim or something. And when you go, I can't actually see myself in it. Mm. I can see the, the characters and like you, and yeah. I look at it and go, oh, any artist could have, could draw this. You wouldn't necessarily pick it as me, but yeah. Yeah, That's no. in my mind. But a lot of people do say to me, oh, I can tell a Dean Rankin Simpsons yeah. anytime because of just, you know. Yeah. But people know you know your humour and know yeah. how you represent stuff. So, like, Sorry? so I know you more for being, let's say, concise. You know, obviously you've done the backstory. So, you know, you did that, what, like Kung Pao, like Chicken with Lobster Johnson. So you've got such a serious character that, you know, has like a like sort of like a noir detective sort of background and yet in that winter special that that was in as much as you know I, nothing against anyone else that put in the book your story was more recognizable more funny more to the point than any other of the stories in there you know yeah, you're there you, yeah. if you've got a message you get that message out in you know whether you've got one page four pages 16 pages or whatever you you get the message across and i think even you do that in itty bitty bunnies as well there's a you know a start and an end yes, to everything correct, and at the end correct. like everyone comes to the same conclusion i agree yeah yeah thank you i, I, I appreciate that i've always been kind of like um because i do so many backup stories i kind of feel like i have to just grab hold of and just run with whatever i've got mm. um look for me kind of i guess sorry, no, no. no i'm just saying for me obviously your career peaked when you did the three pager for gaining velocity just throwing it out there <laughs> But you know what? Ben is a huge Aliens fan and he hasn't seen it because he's, he's nearer to the community and stuff. But I should share it with you because it's a three-pager kind of yeah. satirical yeah. Aliens short story. But with, with little, little to another issue. Yeah, so little, little to no lettering, little to no anything. The story is perfect yeah. and it's got a great punchline. It's got a good conclusion and you get more from that three pages than you get from sometimes from a 20 page image book where it's just splash pages with fight scenes. I'm not yeah, saying yeah, all yeah, image books are like that, but it is the way it is. So you, you, <laughs> you, funny, you, I'm you. looking at you invisible. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I found um, with doing a lot of stuff with work at the moment is that it's it's easy to produce a fifty-page document that that tells what you needed to say. It's incredibly difficult to make a three-page document yeah, that does it do concisely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, to do the same thing. So you know, it's 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 like um, paying homage to whoever reads it after you that you can deliver a point so concisely. You know. Yeah. So it's, I imagine that that's I just with some dry like dry business pros, but I, I yeah. imagine doing. No, that in the story exactly. you know yeah exactly same thing with my day job unless you're yeah unless you're alan moore or grant morrison where 
you're almost writing more prose than comic sort of style sort of stuff yeah. in your books, you know, be it yeah. Watchmen or, you know. Yeah, yeah but, but, but with them, you can, hear the, but, you, can, you can literally hear the artist's shoulders drop when they get the script. Oh, 100%. <laughs> oh, fuck, I have to draw this. And you know that they're writing on a typewriter, even though there's like a MacBook yes, next to yes. them as well. And it, the paper <laughs> smells but, like pipe. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing is like i think there's more like what ben said there's more talent that you can get a story you know and the point across you know be it uh, a straightforward point or a hidden message if you can get that across in few yeah, pages yeah. as opposed to a 300 page graphic novel yeah, I for think sure it's for a sure. harder yeah. task by far yeah, for sure Comic so I, I saw, two weeks ago i saw uh, that timmy the tiktok pony on breakfast show on channel nine I knew the art, so I was like, oh, it's Dean. And I was shouting at a line up across the room, like, up, Jake, books on TV. <laughs> and they were, they, were, um, they were doing an interview about that. And it's, it's really well done. How did you come about being part of that? That's the fourth book I've drawn for Scholastic. Yeah. I don't know. So I drew, I drew a, a, a three-book series called Simon Sidebottom. A funny thing happened to Simon Sidebottom, which is kind of like, it's almost like a choose-your-own-adventure. We can't use that because they're... They like to litigate, supposedly. Mm. Um, a choose-your-own-adventure-style book for young readers. Yeah. And my style suits that kind of thing really well. And yeah. I have no idea how I got that gig. Yeah. I don't know how it happened. So the That's amazing, Paul, though, man. Paul, yeah, yeah. Um, Paul Dumble, the, the author, contacted me. and said, oh, Scholastic, I want to try and get in contact with you about this. And um, so... And, and I you like, like, I'm not in <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. Cease and desist letter coming your way. Yeah, so, yeah, so, so, yeah, so I drew that and then I drew a, a sort of a picture book and then they said, it was last, no, 2018, they said, oh, we've got a, a high-profile author kind of thing who's doing this book about ponies and these are the characters. Can you throw some character designs around? And I, I did, then I didn't hear anything for months and months. And I thought, oh, well, somebody else has got the gig. It wasn't, mustn't have been me. So then they came back again. They said, oh, yeah, we want some more changes to the characters. And I don't know how many character changes I did, but it was a lot of them. And then it turns out, so Magda Zabansky has written this book, right? And Jesus. I thought, oh, cool. That's big. <laughs> um, and so then I got the script. It's really, it was really big. It was kind of written like a, like a TV script in some ways. Um, so I think I ended up drawing maybe an extra hundred illustrations or something that wasn't because wow. of just how the written. It's very yeah. comedic. There's like um, there's a the character says something and then there's like a beat and then there's a reaction. Mm. So then you go, well, what bit do you actually put in? If it's yeah. like you know which part of the joke are you actually illustrating? So um, so that's been really good. And so she promoted it amazingly well. It was all over the place. Like yeah, it was on that day. It was on every major yeah, TV right. morning program and radio and all that kind of stuff. Um, so that's really nice to be attached to a project like that. Yep. So I'm, I'm, I've finished book two and I'm waiting for the manuscript of number three yeah, very soon. Great, Did you have any contact with Magda herself? Like, could you sort of spitball with her or was it very like through other people to get to her? Yeah. So we had this, um, so I'd, I'd drawn everything out everything like hundreds of illustrations and then they said oh we'd like to have a meeting can you come to sydney so they they, they flew me up and we went to magda's hotel room and, and she actually she read through the entire book 
in character mm-hmm. while we was there. And we kind of <laughs> made That's notes. awesome. That's awesome. That was, it was pretty funny. And so we're making, and making notes about things. And there was a couple of things like I had to say, uh, like what's your, what's the important thing here? Because you don't really, it's really hard to say no to Magda Zabanski. I like, but um, yeah. as the illustrator, you go, oh, like this, because it's not, an, because this is not animation, you have to pick a, a point in it, like yeah. for the illustration. A single frame, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, like a single frame. You can't have multiple things going on, really. You go, what's, what's the message yeah. here? Yeah. So yeah. that was a little bit scary to go, oh, you know, I'm not sure if we should do this. Let's try that. But, um, but we got there. Um, the biggest thing was actually um, Kenny's hair. Um, I think Magda was up to kind of a more of a, a boyish, like a Justin Bieber kind of look to his hair mm. but if you if you draw that on a pony they kind of look like you know like karen who wants to talk to the manager yeah. that's how <laughs> it comes out <laughs> so it doesn't quite work but um so yeah but we got that i'm really happy it's um particularly the second book is i think one of the like the my most proudest work that i've, that's I've great, worked man. on it's I'm actually, so far it's very I'm well actually, received yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm disappointed that the the character doesn't have like a Sharon the netballer haircut. I think that that would have been really good to have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have, I have, I've, I've snuck in a character that kind of looks like that in the second book. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, but, uh, so I'm hoping that like, look, it's really bad timing for a book to come out. Like, you know, during a pandemic yeah, is not the time yeah, you want to release a book. That's a drag. But it's it is everywhere. It seems to be selling okay. Yeah, I think um, I think hoping... the positive to this is no, you've got a captured audience to a sense where they're at home doing nothing, and if the parents can yeah. know how to click on eBay or or Amazon to order online, then you should be okay. Well, is that that's is, right? Is, is this a real common thing at the moment, isn't it, for Australian um for Aussie comics to get into kids books? Like Arm is huge, you know. You've got um yeah yeah Jules you've got uh, did that so. Andy. Andy, what's his name? Andy Lee? Is it Andy Lee? Andy Lee, yeah. I think it's, there's some good and bad, I guess, when it comes to it. I, I feel for, like, if you're just a writer because yeah. what they're doing is... It's like that cult of personality. Can you, yeah, can you do it just by yourself, you know? Or, or yeah. do you need that springboard of, of being a personality before you can produce something like yeah. this? That, yeah, it speaks exactly to the right. slog. Yeah. yeah, and no reflection on anybody we spoke about, but... I'm no, thinking no, of, absolutely I'm, not. Sp- I'm thinking of the obvious things like fucking the Triple M Breakfast Show with Eddie McGuire. They are there. They're not competent as musician or DJs, but they are there by personality, yeah. and that kind of mm. drives their traffic for the radio station. And I think in many cases, this is where <laughs> that expectation becomes like you can uh, make funny jokes on stage. Why don't you re- write the book? And it doesn't yeah. always uh, do uh, yeah. well, right? Mm. And with like radio stations too, you've got now because you know you mentioned Triple M, you've got other stations, you've got the choice, right? So you can go with the celebrity sort of thing of Eddie Maguire, Luke Darcy, and stuff like that, where maybe they're a little bit plain, you know, talking, you know, like they're just pretty much saying whatever they're told to say. Yeah. Or then you can go to like Triple J or Triple R, where the DJs that are talking to you on there know what they're talking about. Yeah, it's more about the content than the research. personality, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas yeah. you can tell when Eddie Maguire is reading, you know, a newspaper clip in and then giving his opinion, you know, yeah. it's like, okay, yeah. like anyone can have it. But it goes, back to exactly go what, it goes back to exactly what yeah. Dean, Dean said, right? It, the, the personality of it is more important than the 
quality of the content or something like that. Mm. And as a result, people are really trying as writers to get into the industry don't necessarily make it because they're competing with these profiles. Because I'll tell you now, if fucking Eddie Maguire wants to do an AFL comic tomorrow, it'll happen. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> I can't wait for Alan Jones to do a picture book. Though. <laughs> I'm waiting for that. Oh, but I guess I want to tells put, I want to see his tell- twenty bad tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> it speaks a lot of your journey, though, though, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Thing. It's it's as far as it's a graft, you know. For for a long time, it's a graft. It, it is sure. never not a graft for a, for someone who is who's who makes a, a living out of their art. You know, and making you know, it as like, Dean said, yeah, making it is only making it for now. You got to already think about the next yeah. thing, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's before, right. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> before we have Eddie Maguire, you know, sue us for defamation or whatever. I am a Collingwood. Porter, so I'll just put that out there. <laughs> now we're saved. Go on, keep talking. Can I, can I say a bit of a caveat regarding Timmy? So, also, Timmy is a really well written book. It's very oh, funny. For sure. you know, so oh, that's, but that's, that's the thing. Yeah. Do, do you know what? That's the thing. You you got that perfect harmony of of having somebody who knows what they're doing. Uh, right? Mm. Not everybody but, have the luxury. So, like having a, a, a comedic a writer involved. And also then if like, say if Magda Zapensky hadn't, wasn't the writer, someone else had written it, sure as hell wasn't going to be on bre- or, you know, breakfast television. Yeah, correct. Yeah, it's the hardest slog. That's so it, can, right? So you kind of see, that you can get why that's happening. And, and I, I guess what I'm hyping for is um, fame by association. Uh, yes. the, um, it's it. <laughs> also it's maybe like it. the current yeah. affair episode in, the, in your future. Mm. <laughs> maybe not a current <laughs> affair. That's probably not the good one to be on. Maybe, <laughs> maybe not. Sure it's coming through. Dean with that beard, so, it's like dun dun dun. What you hear next is going to shock and stun yeah. you. Yeah. All right, cool, man. So, so really, the concept of our podcast is about collecting, collecting habits. I mean, I'm sitting here in a room with fifteen thousand comics. It's wine, but, isn't it? It's but, wine. Yeah. <laughs> this is a perfect segue because I, I wrote a poem. Is it a haiku? I wrote a poem. <laughs> okay, okay, ready? Yes. <clears throat> Summer 1976. I dreamt in slow motion. I dreamt of an orange tracksuit. I dreamt of owning a $6 million man action figure with bionic eye, engine block, bionic arm, repair station, and bionic transport. Instead, my parents bought me the Fonz. When you press his back, his thumbs moved up and down, up and down, up and... Hey. Thank you, that was my poem. Thank you, thank you. That, that speaks crazy. a lot, a lot about a story we were telling last week about yeah, one a Barbie catamaran. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> catamaran. Uh, also, nineteen seventy six, Ben. Yes, yes, around the same vintage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You haven't suffered until you've received a Barbie catamaran for Christmas. <laughs> oh, really? With um, with Ben over the Barbie sign, you know, because that was going to. Oh, oh, oh really? Out. Oh, that's yeah. kind of cool. I just I, had the van. I was kind of like a bit jealous of it. Actually, I felt compelled to um to 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 air this with my mother last week <laughs> after that discussion, just to get the backstory on why the fuck do you think it was cool to give your seven year old son a pink catamaran with Barbie written on the side, covered with Ben? Can we get her on the next episode. We won't be sides of the story. Ah, uh, and she, she, she threw this whole we were poor shit at me, which sounded like a cop-out. <laughs> <laughs> Barbie's collectible. That was probably more expensive than the $6 million man. Uh, yeah, absolutely, man. 
uh, $6 million game. <coughs> She's famous for doing that. Like, you know, buying an ice cream doll instead of a cabbage patch doll and all that type of shit. Oh, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> The, the close enough one. Yes. Yeah, Can you yeah. imagine your parents' conversation, man? They're both in the corridor. It's like, Ben can't read. He's not going to fuck Yeah, it's it. It's a swing. <laughs> they should have given him a harder name to read. Yeah. <laughs> he's pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know what's, what makes it really sad is that everyone talks about reminiscing their youth by collecting toys that they had when they were like 10 years old. All mine were like the, the knockoff toys, which I can't find. <laughs> 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 funny shit man thanks for doing my uh mikey tattoo man i can't wait to get it i've got the tattoo artist oh, no. up. i'm just not allowed to go there yes yeah. i'm uh, well, my pleasure that was more fun to do those tattoos yeah yeah i'm getting it right there it'll be um i've got a spot for it it's ready to go mm. so. awesome cool <laughs> it'll be good I loved it. Oh, we, I was so tempted. About... I just didn't know how I'd uh, how I'd explain it. <laughs> Whatever the option was, to go. like, so how did you go about getting that? But maybe I should have. Maybe yeah. I should do that. <laughs> Speaking of commissioned artwork, I've still got to do Brokeback Challenge. I think yeah. that I should commission a piece of Dean Rankin artwork <laughs> that's that's tailored to my abilities to do Brokeback stuff for like fat, pasty, belly-like forty-year-old men. You know, so. What's well, nearly 50 now, so... Do you know about the Brokeback Challenge, Dean? Yeah, no, I don't understand what he's... <laughs> no. So, um, Bill Sinkovich started a thing where he reenact like those impossible poses of the chicks on comic covers, where he's like... Oh, yeah, okay, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's called the Brokeback Challenge, so Ben's um, graciously offered himself up to do one on the group. I think we um, offered him up, to be honest. Yeah, we offered him up. <laughs> he was drunk <laughs> enough to say yes. You're our bitch. Yeah. So we, so we yeah. narrowed it down to a top three poses, but I, I fear for his life in all three of them because he literally need to break his lower back to achieve it no it's just you know when i look at the how scantily clad they are and <laughs> i have practiced a few of these poses in the mirror I bet and you each of them has an extreme amount of humiliation involved in it. we're talking with a covid body right now you know because yeah, 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 oh, yeah. it made any different yeah oh, your body was amazing <sighs> before march <laughs> it was man <laughs> Gosh, darn you, <laughs> one and a half months. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, with extensive drinking and not much activity. So yeah, if so things were bad at the beginning of March, they're terrible now, let me tell you. <laughs> so do you know, man, you've, you've been going comic conventions since, what, 2003, mean, uh, like, You do all the all mm. the local ones, right, in New Zealand, Australia? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't remember. Like, yeah, so I think it was so after, after Simpsons, I was going by... The, my first sort of guest spot. So yeah, I've been doing yeah, so sort of, um, like the major ones as well as a lot of the little ones as well. Yeah. For fun. So do you get you sucked know? into getting original work from the fellow creators that tour from America and Canada and Europe? Yeah, look, at, like things like you know, I, I, like I get things signed when you feel a bit dicky as well. Like I don't know, like I, I don't know, like I went out like you out with dinner to dinner with um Kevin Eastman and. You don't want to ask him, oh, oh mate, boy, well, here, could you, could you, sell, could you sign my little animation cell for me? Yeah, you're trying to be cool, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, so I did get an animation cell signed, but nice. I got someone. <laughs> the you thing is, right, the likelihood, the likelihood of him coming back in the next two or three years is small, so you might, he would probably forget about the dicky move, so you'll be fine. Yeah, exactly right. Maybe so I could, I could like, oh, so, you're the animation cell guy. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got so I got an animation cell sign, and he had been here before for a previous con. I think yeah, two thousand eleven. I think was it Armageddon? Yeah, I remember that. Two thousand eleven or twelve. Oh, yeah. So I was a guest there as well. I didn't I didn't really speak to him, but like someone else on you, I said, "Oh, can you get this sign for me?" So I got another comic sign that's floating it around as well. So um, that's yeah. yeah. So. The, uh, I do love the conventions because, like, as a guest, you get to, um, I don't know, you get to stay, you stay in the same hotel, you go drinking, you're on the bus together. So it's like um, it kind of legitimizes you being there. Yeah. You go, oh, you're a castle. You're part, of, part so of that, yeah. If you, no, like, if you cut into the Red Power Ranger or something like that, they go, oh, you're okay, you're cool because you're one of us. Or something, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, similar sort of thing. It was at that. A convention that you just mentioned, uh, the 2000, I think it was 14 Armageddon. So that was my very first convention that I tabled at, like ever. Yeah. Um, and I, I was like, you were, down, you, go, you were down in the toilet. Yeah, I was right down there. Right. <laughs> Sounds like, to me. Like table that I have. It was actually, I, I'm thankful for that. And every year after that, like I was like, put me there. I don't care. Because um, yeah, people yeah, hoard around it, right? <laughs> and exactly. then you saw comics. There. People are waiting. <laughs> But I was directly sort of across, like, there was the booth that had, like, Kevin Eastman, I think, and all that sort of thing. And um, yeah. I didn't, I wanted to go get something signed. Maddie Taylor drew up uh, a turtle for me. And I was like, I want to get it signed. I don't want to wait three hours for that line. And someone went past and was like, no, like, you're tabling here. You get to cut that. And I was like, what? Yeah. And they go, you get to just go to the front. So I'm there going, yeah. like, I felt like Mr. Bean. I'm showing the badge to, like, everyone, like, as I'm walking <laughs> past. Yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah. so that, was, that was when, I mean, that was me feeling legitimate there. Was, yeah, yeah. Just yeah I know. There's not, there's not really nice front. about, like, it's, 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 really, it's really petty, but, like, I tell my kids, like, this is the only chance we get to not line up yeah. and stuff. Like, you yeah, know, it is. You know, you, know, not, can you, know, you know, it's okay. You can come to the green room. You can do stuff, you know. It's yeah. nice. Yeah. Well, I, that, I, the only I, time I've ever taken advantage of um, not aiming to queue because you're part of the part of the crew is um, Helen Slater. <laughs> Got Helen Slater to sign a super cool photo. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, and I, yeah, 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 I didn't yeah. even speak much. I was just like, because <laughs> when I was 12, she was yeah, like yeah. the hottest chick on the planet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like yeah. I've felt like- petty. I've gone past and seen like side bottom, you know, books in like Target and Big W and all that. And like, you know, yeah. whoever I'm with, I'm like, oh yeah, I know the artist of that. Or, you know, with the <laughs> yeah, art yeah, yeah. books, like depending on who did it, you know. I'm like, oh, Jules, yeah, yeah, yeah I know him. You know, yeah. Adele did like yeah. a book. I was like, yeah, I know her. <laughs> and yeah. it's just like, yeah. We all do it. We all do it. Yeah. I still get that level of excitement when I see it though. Like I see it, I go like, oh, yeah. I almost feel like taking a photo every time I see a book that I know someone on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We did that last uh, last supernova, wasn't it? Yeah. Ah, look at them cutting the line for us, awesome! And we're like everyone because we had a panel on the last supernova. It was like death o'clock, wasn't it? What, what was yeah, it? Like four o'clock yeah, on Sunday. Yeah, on those panels. Four? yeah. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then we're running out of time, and, and we've got to get these books signed from Eastman because you had still had a few that you'd missed the day before, hadn't you? Yeah. So the About day before, the Saturday, the queue was like mm. three, four hours at Eastman, right? Mm. Um, but yeah. because of the Grey Lancers group, we do. It's a, like a community-based thing where the collectors put their books together and send it off to America to get signed by him. So he already knew he knew me from San Diego Comic Con because I always go to go and catch up and shit. So I name dropped my name, hoping he remembers me, <laughs> and he did. Luckily. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, and then um, yeah, so we were just chatting, and then he's like, "Oh well, I'll be in 
at Supernova, and that's right before it got announced. And he already signed the books in San Diego anyway. So he sent my books back for everybody to yeah. to to return to the collectors. And um, I said, well, on the day, we'll probably have likely the bigger books that you can't slab and shit, you know, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle books. Um, so I kind of gave him a heads up. And then on the Saturday when we got there, the queue was like three hours, man maybe three and a half hours yeah. and um it was ridiculous yeah mm. so i i just because his partner was there so i yeah. emailed courtney i'm like hey um yeah just replying to my old correspondence and she looks <laughs> yeah, up yeah 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 she looks <laughs> up i'm like 2017 email <laughs> like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. as you yeah. shuffles across she's like how many books do you have i'm like mm, about 35 <laughs> <laughs> she's like we'll do these at lunch don't worry so she takes it away on the saturday does does them at lunch and brings it back yeah. to me after so we skipped the queue completely and then the next day i still had five that we missed because people submitted them a little bit late and uh yeah. same thing like they were queuing um while they're at lunch and they're like oh he should be back by 2 two thirty because he's doing a panel and the queue was like 50 long and um yeah, so I just kind of st- stood next to the queue by the table, just hovering, trying to look like I'm going through the books in my backpack <laughs> for like five minutes until she saw me. Like, hey! Oh, oh my God. How are you doing? Oh, I didn't see you there. Oh, look at that. Yeah, yeah what a coincidence. I was just about to queue with these. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's interesting with, with, with Kevin Eastman, I think that for the... We have, obviously, we have, like, at the conventions, some really big names mm. for, like, comic guests. Yeah. Um, but, but it's only a couple who would, I would suggest, who surpass comics. You know, that the ones, like, so it's only, like, like the, like the Stan Lees or the Kevin Eastmans who kind mm. of, um, it's not just, you know, people know it from the TV show or they know it from, yeah, you know, yeah. the movies yeah. or that kind mm. of thing. And, yeah. and it has a real sort of, Nice celebrity. So it was great having him there. I think it sort of lifted the whole artist guest area there, you know? Yeah. And you could see, you could see people were bringing like t-shirts from the nineties for signatures and skateboards and, you know, and that shows you that some of them might never have read comics in their life, but they know the turtles and they know he's the creator. Um, and it, yeah. you know, it works well. It compliments everybody else around him, and because oh, there's a spillover naturally that where people are like, oh, what are these guys doing, and, and so forth. So it was really yeah. good, really good experience. Yeah. I wish yeah. I still had my party van. Like I would have 100 percent got my party van signed by. Oh yeah, it's missing yeah. doors. Yeah. It's missing the gun. It's missing the ramp. All that. I'm like, no, I can't get him to sign that. That's just not mm. gone. That's not. Uh, gone. But. But it's it, it's played with and you played with it, man. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 100%. You, you created all of those missing bits, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Not some nameless 10-year-old that gets, um, you know, cursed by a 40-something-year-old male 20 years later for not looking after his toys properly. Um, I'm yeah. curious to think, like, are you, are you, I guess you're kind of part of the Simpsons family now, Dean, how, how that sits with you, you know what I mean? Because that's, that's some, like, huge kind of um cultural stuff for for, for the last century yeah look it's, uh, it's, it's working I feel star really wars pr- almost mm. yeah, yeah yeah like it's i i think it is my star wars in some ways i will never work on something as big as the simpsons again um yeah. because and that's that's not bad i just know that it, like it's also a close in a group of people right you know everybody there it's it's not like well no no, no look so the I so I've I've met met Graining when he mm. came over to Sydney, and I um, I thought look I didn't have to meet him, but if someone else did and I didn't, I would have been pissed. 
so I um so yeah so I went up and he was really nice. He was lovely, can I say, which is nice. You know the uh, whole not meeting your heroes yeah. kind of thing, but he was lovely. Spent um, a lot of time. It was yeah, we, yeah, chatting and you know it was it was really pleasant. How did you introduce but, yourself? Well, what had happened was like I contacted the my editor and he'd contacted his people and I said, look, I what, was really that like Nathan? Was it Nathan? That was Nathan. Yeah, Nathan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'll come back to Nathan in a minute. But so I, I contacted Nathan. He contacted Matt Groening's people, and I um, so I rocked up to the Opera House. He was doing this thing, and I was so you get the, we had these badges. It was all very like security minded, and I was with this bunch of people who had won like a radio thing. Like <laughs> so, so he wasn't doing any kind of. He wasn't doing any press. He wasn't doing any signings or anything. So I just took sort of I brought a friend with me, which sort of like, and he said, "Oh, you know, hi, I'm Matt Groening, and you know, hi, hi, I'm Dave, hi." <laughs> um, I said, oh, "I do you want to sit down?" And and he um and, and he said, "Oh, would you like me to sign your comic?" And I, and I said, "Oh, that'd be that'd be really great." And um, I also draw it, so uh-huh. um, he had no idea who I was. Yeah, yeah, you just threw it in there, um, like, yeah. Hey, by the way, yeah. Well, no, yeah, no. I was like, but but even after that, I don't, he didn't really know who I was. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, you know, it's there's... it's a big corporation. You'd imagine, wouldn't <laughs> it? Right, like, yeah. like yeah. So it's lots like, of like because yeah. he's, he's got yeah. five hundred well, animators well, over at Fox as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Well, yeah. Like I'm like I'm the. So I'm some guy. Some it would have been pretty surreal. I'm some random guy in Australia, <laughs> and you go, oh yeah, I, yeah, I draw a comics. You know, I, I draw yeah. characters. By the way, so, um, so it's really that was really surreal. And again, it was really lovely. We, you know, we chatted about stuff, and and also I felt really guilty because all these poor radio winners were like stuck outside for like twenty minutes. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I really should let you speak to these other people who are in yeah. the hallway. And it was almost like, and I, as I left. There were all these people lined up with things to like outside of the opera house with things to sign. And Give me these things. Do you reckon he'll come out? Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you reckon he'll come <laughs> out? And I was, I was almost like survivor's guilt. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and you feel <laughs> like he's the f- official representative. He's just taking a break. Give him five minutes. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Two degrees of separation, but I actually have you to thank for meeting him, right? Because I was at San Diego Comic Con. And um, I was at the Bongo booth and they had the special, the San Diego special that your work was in. And I was hanging around there, yeah. picking it up for myself. And I think, think I got a few extra copies. And I was talking to Nathan and there was another dude, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm from Australia, Melbourne. Dean draws this. Um, and as we were talking about that and like me knowing Dean because name drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> At that stage, at that point in time, we've been drunk together, so I felt like I could use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that works. That's a pretty long list, though, I have to say. It's funny so, how, like, name dropping happens. Yeah. Mm. So as I was using this, he gets a call on his little thing on his ear, and he, he turns yeah. to Tinson and is like, Matt Gruning's coming. And it, nobody knew. He's, they just knew. They just heard that right there that Matt Gruning's coming. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh shit, that's awesome! He's like, oh yeah, man. Um, apparently, he's going to be here for thirty minutes. He'll meet thirty or forty people. So if you just want to sit down right where you are now, oh no, really? Mm. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool. And then obviously he was still outside on a landing in a helicopter or whatever fucking he died. Whatever it is, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then he, that comes back to me and is like, apparently David Silverman is driving him. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, 
you, you, know, you mean head of animation and Matt's going to be here at the same time? And all of a sudden, I just go, I'll take this off the shelf, this off the shelf, this off the shelf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. And they're like, oh, yeah, like, they said, oh, you can yeah. probably only get one or two things signed. I'm like, okay. And I take out my sketchbook and I put it on top of the comics. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so by the time I get there, by the time I get there, I think I was third in the queue or whatever. By the time I get there, he signed the comics. Um, and as he flipped through the comics, the empty pages there for the sketchbook. I'm like, oh, look, you don't have to draw anything, but I just thought, you know, I've got the paper here and everything. And he's like, no, man, no problem. He's, like, he's drawing it. And as he's drawing it, David Silverman's like, I love your tattoos, man. Can I take a photo? I'm like, fucking course you can take a photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next minute, I'm behind the counter with Matt Greening and David Silverman taking taking photos. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, That's awesome. I, need this I love San Diego. And this is all that. because of you, Dean, because if you weren't doing yeah. the comic, I wouldn't have been there at that point yeah. in time and met them. And I've got, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go. I've got a regional yeah. art of Krusty the Clown and uh, Mr. Yeah. Burns on my wall. <laughs> That's how I, I love Swift Australians saying. in yeah. I love Australians in comic. I had the same sort of experience. Uh, well, not exactly like that. I didn't meet Matt, but um, San Diego. Neville invited me out last year. I went out there, and Tom's over there. Like Tom Taylor's doing his thing yeah. in San Diego, and you know. Over there, they have uh, people taking care of signatures. Like, you've got to pay them to get a signature and wait in line. And I remember, like, it was like, oh, hey, Mike. And the, the lady was like, oh, look, it's five bucks, ten bucks, whatever it was. And, like, Tom Tanner, I was like, oh, no, I know him. And I was just like, I just rode that wave for the rest of the day. That yeah. like, you know, <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. I was just like, I just, he's like, oh, no. Because I also Tom Taylor was sitting in an artist alley next to four other guys. And Mike just kept shuffling oh, yeah, and giving like, me books. Like, <laughs> Philip, yeah, like Philip Tan. He was next to like Nick Spencer. All these guys that are working on like Spider-Man and, you know, like the X-Men and all that. And he's just there. He's like, oh, hi, Mike. Yeah. And I was just like, okay. Yeah, just try it, yeah. It's yeah. weird how, how it works like that. How are we yes. talking about so other did, people? We've got, we've got Dean in front of us. Tell us more about yourself, Dean. What do you, um, what do you, you collect and stuff? Yeah, think, yeah. So, like, um, as Nev was asking, like, I, I pick up kind of things like, you know, being a guest at conventions, I'm often getting, like, I'll get comics signed. And so I've got a, a, I've got a bunch of comics. It's not, it's not a huge collection. And people like to um, – I get a lot of Australian comics. People give me things. Yeah, mm. um, like they'll, I, you know, like, oh, you know, you know, oh, would you like my comic? You know, I go, yeah, sure. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I have a lot of those. I have um, original art, um, animation cells. So I've got about three um, Simpsons animation cells. Oh, awesome, Albert. Um, what are, uh, Ghostbusters, uh, Groovy Ghoulies. Because oh. I'm a bit older than you guys. No, I, but I love hey, look, South Africa Goolies. was 20 years behind the world, so I loved Groovy Ghoulies. I remember that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Got the, that only came out in 1995. What else? I, I don't know. Um, yeah, so I've got yeah original comic art for um, Simpsons by Phil Orwitz, um, signed comics by yeah, Matt Groening, Sergio Aragonis. I met him when I was in San oh, Diego two cool. years ago, and he had signed something. It was really cool. So yeah, my San Diego story is because I it was um I got to sign at the Bongo booth. Nice. So that was really cool. But that was uh, so, I was like I'm so glad that I went and I had that experience that I could sign. That you mm. feel like if you're sitting at the Bongo booth signing Simpsons comics, 
you know, San, you know, San Diego, you yeah. feel like, oh, I, I am legitimate. This is, I, yeah, yeah. Do you know what? That You can't take that for granted because so many people work their fucking lives for shit like that, right? And you sit there and it's just maybe yeah, the yeah. one day experience, but it stays with you forever. It's a great, great yeah. experience. So, yeah, it's really cool. Like, so the, um, I can see behind you like that Rick and Morty. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Like, yeah. yeah, so that was, that was, uh, that was a, that's a Rick and Morty. Uh, you also told me to fuck off on the back. He <laughs> 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 shouldn't die, Neville. Yeah. Dean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, sounds like me, sounds like me. The, um, so that I'd lined, I'd lined up. So, so yeah, so I, get to, I draw this cover, but it's not out in comic book stores. It's only on the Rickmobile. Yeah, and so the record deal is this big truck. It's like a merge truck that goes around the states. And here I am in Australia, and the merge truck is in the states. Well, I'm never going to get a copy. Yeah, but it was actually at San Diego. It was at this bar um, up the road. So I lined up for hours to get there, and I said, "Can I buy like thirty comic of like this one comic?" Um, and they, they weren't going to, to, and I said, like, oh, I drew the cover. And it would be really nice to, it, to actually own a few. Own it to own some. <laughs> And the girl was really nice, and it was like it was really cool. I was like, so like you're sitting there having a beer, beautiful day in San Diego, and you like you've got, I've got this pack of comics of Rick and Morty while I'm at the Rick and Morty truck, and you know that's kind of cool. Yeah, you know, there's all these. I yeah. this, like, that is fucking amazing. These, these special moments, and I'm glad that, that happened while you were there too. Right, timing was right. Yeah, it was just like just just lucky. The um, I think you're, like you're asking before about being part of like the Simpsons kind of family as such. It's like yeah. you get some people that because of the I'm the only Australian who's who's worked on the comic. I'm kind of it in some ways. It's like and I, I do take that role kind of seriously. That um, you know I want to try to be a good representative of the, of the brand. They were really good to me. Yeah, and yeah. they've meant the world to me. So yeah, so that's really nice. Like you get these people who like who just love the show so much and they love the simpsons and mm-hmm. like then you're somehow like a representative of yeah. that yeah yeah you know, and that's that's a really um it's very humbling it's really sweet mm. um like it's i've had like people like just like walk up and like burst into tears because i've drawn bart on their comic book mm. and you go yeah. and it's like but but you know what um, that, that that is that is exactly man that's the impact you have because you you contribute to that fandom. You are part of it now. You're a part of it more, oh, than, absolutely. more than anything else. I uh, yeah. I ran down the day that the Jimbo Jones special came out. Oh, I remember yeah, yeah, yeah. The day that it came out, like I don't even think so. I I live an hour outside of the city, and I remember like the day that it came out. Like I just went straight to All Star, and I was like, yeah, I'll grab like five copies of the Jimbo Jones special, like straight. Yeah. That was a nice yeah. day too. It was good. Like you yeah. get that level of excitement. That was a good yeah. day. Yeah, fucking Neville too cool for school though. Like Dean was there and I didn't get you to sign. I'm like, yeah, man, we're, we're friends. Like you can sign this anytime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, do, you feel like you, you feel you do feel it's weird, like you know. Because, yeah, know. We, yeah, you do. I think I think yeah. we've crossed that boundary exactly where you're kind of you friend friendish, and now all of a sudden I'm like, yeah. oh, no, we're friends, but can you sign this? Like Ben, when Ben wants me to sign his beer type of thing, right? I don't yeah. want to feel like yeah, I'm taking yeah. advantage of it because I'm. That was um, yeah. that's Talking Neville's about, way of yeah. asking you to sign that book. No, by the no. way. No, no, I've already done no, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I did it with this book, right? Like, yeah, I'm walking yeah. past Idis Ali getting shit signed by, by Bisley and them, and Dean's there. I'm like, I've got this in my pocket. Can you draw me something, friend? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Friend? It's kind of, Buddy, yeah. Buddy. I remember you did it with the, the with uh, Larry the Fly, like for I Hate Fairyland. You did the cover, and I was like, 
Okay, uh, I need that signed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. You're at the, yeah, we're both at All Star at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Is that right? So I had you to get that up, signed. Yeah. I pulled it. Yeah, I pulled it out of my paper bag. It was like, oh yeah, while I'm here, like, can you sign this? And it was <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's the, it's the <laughs> first I had Fairlane I ever I signed because we like it was hot off the presses. Nice. I actually so, think you got your stock from All Star or something for that. You were picking up your stock. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's the first time I actually even seen the comic. So well, that's, yeah. that was yeah. cool. I, mean, I love about this community is you can you can create the, the 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 work yourself, but you still have to line up to buy it, <laughs> just like everyone yeah. else. <laughs> Like everybody else, it's the, uh, it's the everything. Like you might be able to skip some lines at a, a convention, but you've got to line like your cop for your comics, like everybody yeah, else. Comic, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the ideal project? What would you love to work on that you haven't worked on yet? Um, I want to. Um, I want to. I would like to write. Um, I, I've written a. Um, I wrote a, a, a Doctor Fate comic for oh, and yeah? sent it off and, and haven't heard anything that. back. Yeah, um, and. Back. Yeah, I, so not not necessarily dry. I because all my stuff for the Simpsons, I wrote it, and yeah. you know, future I'm uh, the cockroaches and stuff like that. And I feel like I can I can write comics, but I don't think uh, it's been fully materialised. That people, you know, go, oh, here's the funny guy who does the funny things. Yeah, which is fine because that's my that's my style. But it would be nice to be able to be recognised to do other things. As well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that would be kind of. Not not all the time, but that would be something that would be really cool. So yeah, um, I like to be able to you know write my own kids books kind of things. Mm. That would be nice as well. Yeah, and um, yeah. obviously keep drawing. I've I've been doing some of these like how to draw little videos. I don't know if you've seen those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuck at home. Yeah. I would like to get like I don't know. Be on like I've sent some stuff off to Channel Thirty One. I reckon that would be cool. Mm. So. Because I think I would like to continue to lift my profile. Like you know, yeah. that if the, the the more people know me and they know my work, then there's in theory it's more likely that I'll get work from yeah. it and I'll be able to. Yeah. yeah. But but the way you you make use of social media, like I, I won't say you're ever present, but at the same time you diversify your exposure by using you know the tattoo thing and the. Um, the, the the collaboration of drawing doodles and stuff like that where you ask for 10 people to submit shit and you put it all together and stuff like that. Do you know what? Yeah. It, it creates yeah. appeal for your audience as much as everything else because they can interact with you. And that is, yeah, that is you, not something you get with a lot of people, man. It's a really, a really good trait. Having these, you yeah. branch out of comics by having these ideas, you know, be it a tattoo. So they might not necessarily be a fan of cartoons or comics, but they like tattoos and, you know, so you've got those people interested in it and then vice versa. Yeah. You don't just go, oh, I only do comics. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I, it's almost like, um, oh, okay, so a, a, quick, a quick analogy, okay? I think you, to survive in the arts, you have to be, this is my theory, you have to be a cheetah or a dog. Okay? <laughs> so a cheetah, you know, like a big cat, they, they do one thing, but they have to do it really, really well. You know, they hunt one particular kind of antelope or whatever they should do, right? And they do that really, really well. Or you can be a dog, and I think yeah. dogs kind of, they, they eat anything. They yep. survive. Yep. They do, um, you know. They could be everybody's best survive. friends at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, and, um, so if I was going to categorize myself, I'm much more of a dog 
yep. that I believe that by diversifying that is going, to, you know, it will help me to survive. Absolutely. And, and also I think there's no, real, there's no specific way to survive in comics or survive in the arts mm. that you kind of have to, you know, just I'm, I'm, your doing it my way. I'm, I'm just yeah. doing it my way. You go, what hell's, how do I see things working? Um, like being like, you know, the, like, aloof stand back kind of artist does not work for me no well that's the thing Uh, i I was just gonna say right it's kind of horses for courses because a lot of people who might draw in a similar style won't have your personality and they won't they won't be as as receptive to feedback and responses Like, like even the joke we made earlier about just you posting those memes right it is it is almost an expectation that if i go to facebook and i don't get a fucking good meme from dean i'm sending an angry email (laughs) <laughs> you're getting death because because you are, it's like, who you are right and we all interact yeah. and i don't necessarily need to be felt yeah i don't need to feel special by you saying oh yeah thanks never whatever but you you pull everybody in and we're all part of the same fucking conversation and that's what's nice it's like you bring purpose you look at like people yeah. get ex- an experience from you you know you go and see instagram or facebook or twitter you see the amount of people that have like you know, like heads in like, you know, tubs drawn by you or the Simpsons things. And then like yeah, so many yeah. like profile pictures you get. It's because they're not just getting a picture from you. I've seen you interact with people. Yeah, like man. they're there. They get to get some sort of sense of knowing you. And, mm. you know, like you go, oh, like what's your name? Blah, blah, blah. You're having a conversation, not like they're a customer or, or a punter. You're talking to them like they're anyone, you know, whether they be someone that you know or don't know. So when yeah, they do yeah. grab their commission from you and walk away, they have a sense that they've built some sort of rapport and bond with yeah. you for them. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, agree totally yeah. with yeah. my, I agree totally with what Mike said, but I would also be impressed if we next time we see you at All Star and you have a minder. <laughs> Stop <laughs> yeah. making eye contact. I offer my person like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I'll do that for like you. I'll be your minder. Voice, like, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't you guys know who I am? Dean is available now. <laughs> He's excited. They shake my hand while I shake <laughs> the, your hand. An epiphany about minders the other day, you know, when you're I'm, I'm watching that thing on Netflix with uh, Michael Jordan. What's it? The the Last Dance. The Last awesome. Dance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very good. And it's a way minders. You need a minder because it's a way for you to not seem like an asshole when you need to be somewhere. You know what I mean? Like I need to keep that moving. Taylor episode. And I don't want to be an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like. Then it's my it's my minder being an asshole, and I've got to do what my minder says, you know. But I'd love to be here all day. But <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. There's this so, video of um, is Johnny Depp. Have you seen it? Like he's signing autographs, and this guy is basically pulling him, like physically pulling him away from signing autographs. Yeah, and it's exactly <laughs> that. You go, yeah. oh, Johnny Depp is such a good guy. You go, <laughs> he would have been there all day. Goes, yeah, he would have been there all day until that mean, that mean bodyguard minder just dragged him away. Yeah. Meanwhile, they had a meeting like, before. Give me 30 yeah. seconds to get me out of here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. But I love, yeah. the, um, I love the metaphor with the cheetah and the dog, A, because I love geeky animal things coming from where I do. I could give you a very He's long a sermon. <laughs> yeah. No, no I would And he does animals. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, just to qualify, just so you know, I've, I work with animals for a very long time, so I'm in the zoo business. Um, but, uh, oh, I could give you a, a lecture for about half an hour <laughs> on why cheetahs are the fastest land animal that's ever walked this planet, but we won't because this is predominantly about sort of, you know, comic books and collecting and stuff like that. The point of it is, is that increasingly in this world, you need to be a generalist, you know. 
even yes. like like we've got stuff on the horizon now as as a as a society as a culture like uh with with ai that they're saying that the real the only way that you're going to survive is by being a generalist anything yeah. that's too you you specialize in too much you know will eventually be done by a machine or something like that. So you've got to, yeah, but it's yeah. a metaphor which works here. You've got to diversify. You've got to have, you know, a lot of irons in the fire, you know, uh, fingers in the pie, if we want to use the fingering pie analogy again. Well, and the best part of that I've, is you you have a degree of success in three channels instead of being very fucking good in one. Yeah. And, well, I think yeah. that uh, Dean, Dean did something that a lot of uh, comic creators don't like to do. So I think like Dean has been able Bread to- wine. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, look, you know what? They've seen me drink Cheers. beer and know that I couldn't I handle wine. So I, went on to it. I would be dead drinking um, red wine. <laughs> I would too. Like, I reckon half a glass, I'd be gone. Halfway there already, guys. Um, but you have, you've realised that maybe when, you know, the going gets tough or it's a bit quiet, you've learned to adapt to survive. You know, whether it be that the the medium that you're working on, whether if you're writing slam poetry or haikus or <laughs> tattoos or, you know, cartoons, comics, all this sort of stuff. You, you've yeah, got you that. On, and then man. at the same time, mm. you're, you know, you're active on, on different social medias. You do the conventions. You know that mm. as many, as Ben said, like uh, fingers in pies as you can have, the more chance that you'll have someone see your work, you know, whether it be Bongo or Dark Horse or anything mm. or Image, you know, in the future. And it might not necessarily yeah. be tattoo-based or cartoon-based, but someone will see something. Look, also, yeah. you never know where something's going to come from. I got a gig with um, Penguin Books that ended up being a whole a big series and all this kind of stuff came from it because um, they the person had read an article about me on a tiny blog. So you just don't yeah. know where... Where, where things are going, things are going to come from. Yeah, so 100%. I'm, a, I'm an opportunist. Yeah, and yeah. and you know what, you got to be, you got to be. It's like you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take, and if you if you keep on being busy and you expose yourself in a good way, right, <laughs> across yeah, social yeah, media yeah, yeah. platforms and internet and diversify the work yeah. that you do, you're always going to get hit somewhere, whether it's expected yeah. or unexpected. Which is great. It, yeah, I think you have to make it fun. Like at the conventions, I really make sure that first, you know, you mentioned about people coming to my table is that. I know how nervous I feel when I go up to other people's tables. Yeah. So I want that to be, I want feel, people to feel okay. I, I busted him out in, a, in, a, in, in, oh. in response to your poem. But um, oh, look at that. Oh. Did, did, did you see one, someone listed one on Geektopia Oz for like 90 bucks with his, the same setup as this? Oh. 90 bucks. Oh, I- yeah, they've always. Oh, there you go. I eventually got uh, one last year. Well, last year to be forever, but he doesn't have the whole thing on. That's cool. Oh, six, yeah, that's six million dollar which... man doesn't sound as impressive anymore, though. That's just oh, really, that's just <laughs> good, really good blades for running. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. I mean, look, that's Oscar you think about it. Yes, it is. <laughs> the Jenners have more money than that. <laughs> they do nothing. Mm. No, mm. but they are doing yes. a reboot. I call aren't shotgun. They? Aren't they doing? Are they? <laughs> Are they? Are they? Well, they're going to put an extra couple of zeros on that. Is he? Yeah, is I think it it's six, six billion dollar man, or trillion. Six, yeah. Honestly, trillion. <laughs> yeah, trillion dollar man. Like, it's actually just called the Jeff Bezos man. <laughs> yes, that's it, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yep. 
the Amazon man. Mm. It doesn't have the same ring to it. Mm. Really good. I feel like I didn't really talk about much about collecting, but I have got stuff. Um, so I've got original art. I've got um, Harry Chalder, um Batman pages and Final of the Apes. Um, Derek Robinson give, give me an illustration of okay. for um, Trans Metropolitan. He's really nice. That's amazing, yeah. Um, amazing. Yeah, George Molina, Pages. So I've got stuff. We recently kind of, you know, a few months ago, moved to a townhouse and I had a, like an outdoor kind of granny flat kind of studio. I, I remember that setup you had. Yeah, you I remember. It off once, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now everything has to come inside. So I, um, it's kind of it's, like all around the house now. Yeah. It's a little more curated, the collection. Hey, so, yeah. What, um, Pardon? what's, what? Did you miss the studio? I, no, it's, no, this is nice. I've got like a studio room now. It's part of, you know, part of the wider house. Yeah. So. Yeah. so you've got a studio room with central heating now. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, no, exactly now, right? right. I, I guess you got a T-shirt on there, man. It it's a big difference, mm. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So my, it was so cold. The uh, out in the studio, I'd be out there freezing. But uh, so yeah, no, it's kind of nice. I got big windows, and I'm not complaining. I think you can often tell a lot about a person by what's their favourite thing, you know. So do you have a a favourite? I have a favourite thing by a Country Mile. Um, so as far as your collection, catamarans. Yes. Catamarans. catamarans. <laughs> ben, ben, Barbie catamarans, you know. Um, but do you, do you have something that you just treasure? What do you treasure? It was oh, like it, valuable, not it, valuable, doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Yeah, it's yeah. not always. So, I think, so there's a couple of things. I think the, um, my, so the $6 million man toy. I think, mm. yeah, I paid like 90 bucks for it. Mm. Um, oh. And, and that was because, it was like it represents my childhood, and I think the my childhood. You know, I don't look back particularly fondly on it, but the things that I did love were those TV shows and the old mm. Batman show and the old, and the Saturday morning cartoons, and they meant the world to me. So for me to have those kinds of things, but look, I think probably what my the my comic that Matt Groening signed that it's it kind of it means a lot to me because of what it represents. Yeah. Um, I, I worked really hard and I got to do something really cool. And, and I, that's always, I'm, I'm, I'm part of something bigger than myself. For sure. Yeah. And, that's, and something that's going to last for the ages, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of, you know, you know, you kind of, you, you, I mean, it isn't like, you kind of, that's what we want as human beings. You want to leave something behind. That's, mm. uh, what do your kids think about your line of work? Or more like specifically, uh, like do they think it's cool that you've worked on The Simpsons or Rick and Morty? Or- do they name drop you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, I think I think occasionally when, uh, particularly the books, like you know, Hamish is at the age where there's like kids in his class. Like there's one kid, like he loved the Simon Sidebottom series, and this other kid is currently reading the like the Timmy the um, TikTok Pony book, and and that's kind of cool. And like I draw like I draw little versions of the kids in whatever. I, you know, I've done, and you know, obviously, I do like dedications to them and stuff yeah. like that. That'd be amazing. Imagine, that'd be amazing, though, man. Yeah. Imagine, yeah, imagine yeah you say school and dishing out the books for your dad. It makes you feel good, yeah. but they'll they'll never appreciate it. I guarantee. They'll probably find it twenty years from now, and they'll be like, "Oh, this is fucking amazing!" Yeah. Oh, my, my oldest son, yeah, right? my oldest son, he's twenty-two. Um, so yeah. uh, he he grew up in a zoo. You know, I mean, he 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 was like not literally, but uh, he was he was always <laughs> there. So he's he's played with baby gorillas. He's 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 ridden oh, elephants. Yeah. All these all of these things that no one will ever get a chance to do again. You know what I mean? And there were nothing to him. You know, it's just it was normal. Yeah. It was just normal. Yeah, so, 
Yep. So it's normal, normal for, for, for Dean's kids to see themselves in books somewhere, you know what I mean, and not realise exactly yeah. how special it was, you know? Look, and I, exactly right. I couldn't agree more. And I think what they do like, though, is at conventions, they get to go to the grey room and they go, oh, you know, Hamish is like, oh, I sat next to Doctor Who. You know, yeah. that's kind of... Yeah. So, yeah. You know, so, he, um, so I think they like what I do allows them to what they can get out of it. Yeah, they like um, the perks. <laughs> yeah. They like the perks. And it's always, yeah. it doesn't matter who you are. It's like, you know, I don't know, you're, you're pink or something like that, famous rock star. And I'm mm. sure, you know, a kid or kids just look at you oh, you're, you're just mum, you're just... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Still embarrassed about their parents. Yeah. Don't hold I mean, my hand exactly at school. Right. Don't you, hold my hand at school. You're, you're a down-to-earth, yeah. like, pretty humble guy. Do you get a sense of pride when your kids are... I guess, like, stoked on something that you've done or, you know, like, they get yeah. to meet someone. Yeah, yeah. and Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And I don't think, you know, I don't th- I'm really not that humble. I think I, I think <laughs> You are. Do you, know, do, do you know what you are? <laughs> no, I'm really not. Yeah. I'm really not. Around, I, like, I think, I'm the best. <laughs> no, no, I do. Like, you know, like... No, but I, you, I'm, I'm, you say I'm, that, but you, you don't have pretentiousness about you, though. That's a different thing. You, humble, well, not is humble. It, it could be like a, a, a well, well-hidden ego, then, because, <laughs> like, you know, because I don't I think I'm great. So it's about, it is about, um, I, I think I'm philosophical about what I've been able to, the industry, what, you know, what I'm in and how short it can be. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of what I've been able to achieve, and That's there's great. lots more that I want to do. You know, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've been trying, to, I've been trying to spread this um, rumor that Dean Rankin is the bad boy of Australian comics, <laughs> right? <laughs> because, How's that going for you? What, what happens is that if you're the good guy, if you go, oh, he's really nice. What happens if you're having a bad day? I have bad days like yeah. everybody else, and if I'm not, it sets up this kind of pretense that. Oh, Dean, he's, he's really nice. And, you know, sometimes he used to be nice. nice. He used to be nice. I want to know, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not anymore, man. I've changed. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crafting people's expectations for you, isn't it? It's, it's like I do, I, do this, I do this at work all the time, you know. I, I subtly introduce a few crass jokes and they get crasser and crasser and I'm desensitising people to the person I really am so that I can yeah. just be... I'll never look at the Smurfs the same again. But I'm curious. Like, if, you're, if you think that you're such a good guy in comics and you want to make a reputation can you drop the f-bomb on this podcast just, just say once. fuck oh, fuck, say yeah. Yeah. fuck okay. there we are bad boy put a rating on this one i wasn't sure i could do it <laughs> no we've been swearing all along man sorry sorry is the least of our problems who, who dropped yeah, the c-bomb on that dean fucking yeah. ranking yeah exactly right uh, anyway, that's yeah. a jocularity. Jocularity is Father Mulcahy used to say in Mash. You know, no, but thanks again for joining us, bro. It, it was really, really nice. Oh no, worries. Uh, uh, I'm going to do a birthday reveal. I'm going to do a birthday reveal. Oh yeah, um, thanks to thanks actually... to Tiger King. Oh look at oh, that! Oh, yes. nasty. Oh. <laughs> you know what, Neville? You got my promise. I'll do exactly that. I promise I'm getting like a nice the tips. thing here. Yeah, yeah, look at it. Um, look at it. Oh, look. That's such a fucking bogan mullet. Look that's at good. it. You look. You kind of look like a fucked up Dustin Martin. I don't know. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what I was going for. I that's... showed the picture of Dusty Martin to the book the guy. He's like, this is what I want. He's like, I think it's the wrong photo. <laughs> you tell me that you paid for that. <laughs> yep. All right. Cheers, guys. Yep.
Thanks for having me. Dean yeah. Rankin, bad boy of Australian comics. Yes. Fucking Dean <laughs> Rankin. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Dean fucking Rankin. And that is a wrap. Thanks again for listening. I'm going to leave you guys with Mars by Torrential Thrill. Have a ball. Enjoy. And as always, provide a review, subscribe, follow, and provide us feedback. We love it. Thanks, guys. Thank you.